the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live in this uh, midwinter edition of, well, I guess it's not exactly midwinter. Just seems like it. <laughs> And now springtime in Ohio. Hey, welcome. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Hope you had a wonderful Easter weekend celebrating the risen Christ, the empty tomb, Christ's victory over Satan, death, hell, the grave, What a wonderful, wonderful celebration. Beautiful, beautiful day yesterday. And uh, I hope you were in God's house. And and by the way, when we say God's house, we don't say that because that's where God lives. Okay? We say it because it belongs to God. Massive difference between the two. When we when again when we talk about going to God's house being in God's house we're not saying that that's where he lives he lives within us I don't have time to go into it in the old testament would be more appropriate because the presence of God was in the temple before that the tabernacle but today God owns it so sure it is appropriate to call it God's house anyway hope that you were in God's house yesterday celebrating the uh, the risen Christ. And uh, since I was not with you on Friday, Friday is a holiday for all of us at Salem Media, uh, I have not had an opportunity to tell you how uh, our, our four-day revival went down in Lancaster at the bridge. Oh, my goodness. It was wonderful. 
the best way I know to describe that, well, heaven came down. Um, first, I want to thank the folks at the bridge, Pastor Scott Gibson, uh, for inviting Joy and I to come down for a four-day revival meeting prior to Easter. Churches don't have revivals anymore. All churches used to have revivals. Very, very few churches have revivals. Why? Well, it's not as popular as it was. And I think most pastors are convinced, well, people just won't come out, you know, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. People just don't do that anymore. Uh, Yeah, they do. Uh, Yes, yes, they do. That's better than, yeah. Uh, Attendance was phenomenal. Every single night, particularly Friday night, oh my goodness, the place was packed out. And uh, as I said, heaven came down. People accepted Christ as Savior. Christians dealt with God. Altars were filled with people um, dealing with things that God had spoke to them about in their lives. It was, uh, it was just, it was wonderful. It was just wonderful. What a great church. Uh, talk about diversity. I mean, we're talking real diversity in that church. Anyway, Joy and I are just so grateful that we had the opportunity of being there uh, for the four-night revival. And then uh, they finished up yesterday and had an all-time record Sunday morning attendance yesterday. So congratulations to them. It was great. So thank you for those of you. Uh, several of you came. We had the opportunity to meet you. That was wonderful. And uh, we appreciate the hospitality of the folks and uh, their welcoming. It was it was wonderful. It was just wonderful. All right, to the news of the day. Here's the story that we've been following. Oh, by the way, talk about breaking news. A federal judge has struck down the Biden administration's airplane mask mandate. Struck it down. No more masks on trains, planes, boats, and whatever. Uh, (laughs) The uh, mask mandate on public transportation has been struck down by a federal judge. Uh, Went beyond their uh, authority. The uh, CDC, the federal government, went beyond their authority. Uh, They didn't have the science to back it up. They didn't have the constitutional right to do it. And it has been struck down. Uh, Will they appeal it? I have no idea. They probably will. Uh, Government has a very difficult time admitting that they were wrong. But for right now, the uh, mask mandate is gone on public transportation. Uh, Here's a story that we've been following since 2018. It's the story of Shawnee State University professor Nick Merriweather. Uh, He was a philosophy professor at Shawnee State University. Uh, He had a transgender student, a biological male, uh, who was identifying as female. Uh, This biological male asked Professor Merriweather a question, and the professor responded by saying, yes, sir. Well, the student flipped out. He demanded that the professor 
refer to him as a woman with feminine titles and pronouns. Pronouns. Professor Merriweather said, well, you know, I can't do that. You're a man. If I referred to you with uh, female titles, pronouns, I I would be untruthful. And by the way, it would uh, violate my Christian convictions. Well, the student went ballistic, goes to the school and says, you better do something about it. And the school calls in Professor Merriweather and says, um, you know what, in order to not cause trouble, we we would just really appreciate it if you would refer to this male student with uh, female titles and pronouns and so forth. And uh, the professor said, "Eh, no, I can't do that. The uh, university said, well, you better. And he said, no, I won't. So the university slapped a written warning in his personnel file and threatened, quote, further corrective actions unless he used the student's preferred pronouns. Well, the professor fought back, and it has been bouncing back and forth in the courts. The lawsuit from the professor was dismissed uh, in February 2020. By a lower court, it was reviewed by the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in March of last year, and now they have reached a final decision, and it was unanimous. Quote, Shawnee State University punished a professor for his speech on a hotly contested issue, and it did so despite the constitutional protections afforded by the First Amendment. And as a result, the district court dismissed the professor's free speech, free exercise claims. But we see things differently and reverse it. So, as uh, by the way, the ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, represented Professor Merriweather. And uh, now, I knew that a settlement had been reached on Thursday of last week, but I didn't know the details. Now we know Shawnee State University will pay $400,000 in damages and attorney fees to settle the federal lawsuit with Merriweather. The ADF released this statement. As part of the settlement, the university has agreed that Merriweather has the right to choose when to use or avoid using titles or pronouns when referring to or addressing students. Significantly, the university agreed Meriwether will never be mandated to use pronouns, including if a student requests pronouns that conflict with his or her biological sex. So that is a very important ruling by the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals setting a precedent that a teacher cannot be forced to use pronouns other than those of the biological sex of the student. So that's good news. In fact, it's very good news. All right, we uh, need to take the first break of the hour. By the way, We'll be uh, joined by our friends in Washington, D.C. from 4 to 5 today. 4 to 5 this afternoon, we will be simulcasting in uh, Washington, D.C. When we come back, there is breaking news. 
on the Dr. Husel case here in Columbus. I'll give you that when we return. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Well, uh, news here in Columbus, the William Husel trial that has been what? Over two years, maybe almost three years before it ever went to trial? Well, here's the breaking news. The uh, jury is hung. Uh, They are at an impasse. They uh, sent a message to the judge, Michael Holbrook, that they are uh, hung up. They are at an impasse. They are unable to reach a decision. Well, a uh, mistrial has not been declared. Uh, That is a possibility, but it has not the uh, judge set, uh, sent this message to the jury, quote, I would suggest you take lunch, relax for a little bit, let the tension go, and come back and see what you can do. So we, um, we don't know. Uh, but it is very possible that a hung jury could be declared and uh, it'll, it'll have to go start all over again, which would probably take another year or whatever. And to be honest, I don't know. Uh, the doctor was tried and convicted in the local news media. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. Does that mean he's guilty? No, it does not. But local media tried him, and convicted him before he went to trial. Um, And we don't know. Uh, From what we have heard from the uh, news media, it seems that the evidence was overwhelming. uh, But after a lengthy trial, the uh, jury is not so sure. So we will see. Here is something that is very troubling, however. Uh, It's not surprising at all. This is happening all over America. I continue to say that there is a movement within the black community that is the equivalent of the KKK in the white community. It's sad. It is tragic. And both should be unequivocally condemned. Absolutely, we condemn the KKK. Absolutely, we content, con, uh, condemn white superiority. Absolutely. But there is a movement that is proposing black superiority, and it raised its ugly head in the undergraduate student government at the Ohio State University a couple of weeks ago. It's just now coming out. The undergraduate student government's parliamentarian, when he was uh, speaking on the floor of the, again, this is the undergraduate student government at the Ohio State University, said that uh, white people 
learn through lived experiences that they are inherently superior. Black people are not taught in schools that they are superior. Listen to this quote. I would absolutely live, I would absolutely love to live in a world where black people were taught that they are superior. I would love it because I full-heartedly believe that. But that's not the case. Uh, Has there been pushback? Yes. Uh, Has he been disciplined? Not yet. And again, this was a speech made by the parliamentarian of the undergraduate student government at the Ohio State University, uh, and it was made to the General Assembly of the undergraduate student government on uh, March 23rd. Folks, now listen. Let me repeat. White superiority, white supremacy is evil. It is wicked. So is black superiority. It is wicked. It is evil. And yet that is what is coming out of the Black Lives Matters movement. Again, not the sentiment. Of course Black Lives Matter. But out of the organization, there is clearly a black superiority mentality that is just as wicked and just as evil And it is finding its way into our public universities in a a rapid manner. And it should be condemned. It should be exposed. And it should be condemned. Racism is evil. Whether there is white racism or whether there is black racism, it is evil. And for those who believe that black folks cannot be racist, sadly, you are terribly wrong. And we, particularly we who follow Christ, need to condemn superiority of race wherever we find it and whatever the color of the skin of the individual espousing it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 